0: Get into Geek's
1: Trailer Trash. Get into Geek, this is Trailer Trash, episode 8. We are back when I say we, my name is Midge, joining me as always for Trailer Trash. Emma, what's doing?
0: Not much, mate, not much. Good to be back.
1: It is good to be back, good to talk to you, because, you know, we we, we haven't spoken in a little while. We haven't recorded a bloody episode in a while, but as we've just realised... We have, we, we, I think we published it like a couple of days before New Year's and five of the biggest, most fun movies we were looking forward to in 2020. And guess what? None There's of them have come end. out. <laughs> <laughs> we're still relevant. We haven't had an episode in eight months and we're still relevant. So, <laughs> still yeah, man, you can still get... That's the thing. Like, usually at the end of these podcasts, we get in a geek. hey, you know what? If you're interested, Maddie and I, right, at the moment we're doing Marvel chats, we're talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and The yeah. Gifted. The Gifted... Wrapped up properly on American TV like 18 months ago. S.H.I.E.L.D. just wrapped up their seventh season. We are currently five episodes into season six. And it's always like, if you, hey, if you want to go back and listen to your old episodes, go back and listen. We're, we're appealing to people that love the show and want to just listen to us talk shit. Trailer Trash, we want to be up to date. We want to talk about stuff. But right now, I can actually say, if you're interested in our old episodes, go back and listen, because they're all still films. And as I look at them now, Black Widow, April. No, thanks. We don't even know when that's coming out. November? Maybe. No Time to Die, November. Mulan, coming to Disney Plus in a couple of weeks. Free Guy, I think, is in December. And Wonder Woman, at this stage, is... October, November as well. I don't know. It, it's it's very fluid. And apparently, I someone stated on Twitter this morning that, uh, or this this morning, Friday when we we're recording this, that Black Widow has been added to like some, essentially a streaming thing to suggest that it might be coming to Disney Plus sooner than we all oh. thought too. So it might take the Mulan wrap, which I haven't even spoken to you about that. Before we crack into today's movies, we were really yeah. excited about Mulan because you said that was like what one of two or three like overplayed Disney movies throughout your childhood. So you were no doubt so excited to see it at the cinemas. How do you feel about the fact that you have to watch it now at home on TV? Uh,
0: I mean, it's, the world is such a fucked up thing at the moment. It's so hard to kind of navigate what's happening. Like part of me desperately wants to go see it in a cinema, but then at the same time, the phobe in me is like, don't go to
1: the (laughs) Yeah, right. Fair enough.
0: (laughs) Um. yeah so i'm thinking possibly because like 30 bucks to rent it right Mm. seems a bit steep when you consider like i could go to the cinema and see it for
1: Twelve bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually saw an official email from Disney the other day. It might be thirty-four ninety nine. I know it's only an extra couple of dollars. But you're right. When some people look at you know, your cheap cinema chains and you can get a ticket for like ten bucks or twelve bucks, and you can go to your more expensive ones and pay twenty two for a standard, and now it's like, hey, you can have the ability to sit at home in your own comfortable chair and pause it whenever you want and not be surrounded by people farting and burping and talking to each other on their mobile phones oh you've got to pay 35 for that on top of your disney yeah. plus subscription which is yeah. at least eight dollars and i've got that god knows that i haven't really used it since like i don't know whenever i finished watching the mandalorian at christmas you know i'm just i'm just there i'm just paying the mouse house because they need it clearly so I think I- <laughs> yeah, I know it it sucks. It sucks that that I think in particular one of the one of the movies of 2020 there's a lot there and even a lot on our list that we just read where I'm like, you know what? I could probably I could probably watch that. At home, I'd be fine. But Mulan, yeah. just the trailer was so epic and the, the scope of it and the, the score and all that. I'm like, that just seems like a real shame that we're not going to have that chance. So hopefully uh, uh, Australian cinemas at the very least, maybe in 12 months, they're going to do what they're doing now and replace some old films. And we might get the chance to see it, you know, uh, yeah. on the big screen eventually. I'd be happy to pay to go see it then. But... I don't know. Maybe we'll have a screening room. I think high Pitch Maddie, he, he already wants to come over and watch Mulan. So we'll we'll shoot you an invite as well. And we can have a get in the Geek Mulan screening party. So obviously, I'm going to charge you $10 to come in. Um, I'm not fucking with that. You just said you're happy to pay $12. i will give you a discount because you're a friend and you can pay $10 just to walk inside my house. So you
0: won't no money on that. <laughs>
1: Emma, Emma, stop. You're welcome. Okay. Stop thanking me. It's fine. Thanks. thanks. Yeah, good. <laughs> Just in case you uh, were confused, I oh, know I'm serious, absolutely serious. Anyway, we push on. We're talking about <laughs> look a really weird mix of trailers today. If you haven't already seen it in the title of the podcast, there's uh, there's. We're probably going to be talking about a lot of bigger stuff in our next episode, but this is three that dropped over the last week that I uh, I wanted to talk to you about. And we've got a nice spread. We've got a movie, we've got TV, and we've got a video game. Uh, the film is The Devil All The Time. It's a Netflix film starring uh, Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson. There's Utopia. It's a new Amazon series coming at the end of September. And uh, then for the gaming side of things, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Now, me, because I haven't played video games in like 14 years, I'm like, hasn't that already come out? But I know that there is obviously a a ton of black ops i was not sure about cold war whether it had come out or whether it was still coming but obviously i think we're getting an official like full reveal in about three or four days so this is a nice little teaser so a nice even spread uh i sent these to you so i was telling you what we were talking about in the show today emma i will throw it back to you now and say what would you like to talk about first because i think there's a there's a nice sort of through line in a way of all these and how it relates to the world at the moment but where do you want to start
0: Cool. let's start at the the movie let's go devil the time. you know i started something it's called the delusion i believe that is untrue it is our delusion that leads us to sin
1: All right. Devil All The Time. Yeah, so a, a huge cast in this one, actually. I said like Tom Holland and Robert Pattinson. So the big selling point to all the nufties like me online this week was Spider-Man and Batman are in a movie together. But then Aussie actor Jason Clarke, who I'm a massive fan of. Um, Maya, Mia, what's, how have you pronounce her? She played Alice in Wonderland. That's the line. I forget how to pronounce her name properly. Um, she's great. And then a whole ton of other actors And there's Sebastian Stan. I'm trying to rattle uh, my brain here. But what? Um, what did you make of this trailer? Because I've I've punched through it a couple of times, and you know, obviously it's a it's a period drama of sorts. Whether it's you know what set in the fifties or sixties or whatever, and it's a um, it's a very dark, depressing, um, weird looking movie that I'm very keen to see, but I don't know that I know fully exactly what it's about.
0: Yeah, I feel like this is there's like these kind of this wave of movie genre that is kind of like this horror thriller, psychological thriller kind of thing that yeah. is pushing at the moment like it's kind of started with like um like get out and us and it's like kind of follows that thread of of feeling in in the films and i feel like this definitely falls into that with like the trailer just i mean i i have no idea what what's happening
1: yeah you you know (laughs) i reckon you spot on with that with likening it to especially something like us, but it's like an us set, yeah, like fifty years ago or something. I hadn't yeah. thought about that right now, but yeah, like sort of right out there in you know sort of country America. I'm just even looking at the synopsis. Well, we both admit that we're not exactly sure what's going on, especially the way that the trailer's crafted. Like this could be completely yeah. out of order of the film. Obviously, one thing I do want to bring up: it's in a town called Knock stiff Okay, this sounds like it should be some kind of Will Ferrell, um, you know, parody. I don't know, but it's Knock em Stiff, Ohio, and it's neighboring backwards, sinister characters, an unholy preacher, and Robert Pattinson, twisted couple, and crooked sheriff converge around young Arvin Russell, played by Tom Holland, as he fights the evil forces that threaten him and his family. Again, that means nothing to me, but it seems like... I don't know it's 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 all the fears of the world at that particular time and like it just says that it's it's the time between World War 2 and the Vietnam War so we're somewhere in the middle of all of that I guess or at least nearing towards the uh, the Vietnam War so mid to late 60s or something but it's it sort of it seems to me, yeah, like it is playing on all the the fears of of society at that particular moment. And you get, you know, Robert Pattinson, who looks like he's going to play this amazingly creepy villain in whatever the preacher is, and playing off the fears and a lot of, you know, it's it's that sort of witch hunting type time of the world where you just couldn't trust anyone you couldn't trust outsiders and everyone had this sort of sinister agenda but at the same time i'm like i don't know who i'm supposed to be rooting for in this i want to say it's tom holland because he's the he's the he's clearly the lead actor he's the lead character but by the end of it, it looks like he's going to be doing some really bad stuff for what he believes is going to be the right reason because the world is so messed up I don't yeah. know if that's at all a good way to, to wrap my head around this, but I really, I don't know what's going on, but my God, am I interested in watching this?
0: It's a hard one because, like you said, it could be completely out of order. You don't know if the last thing you see in that trailer is the first thing you see in the film, you know. What what his character arc might be might be completely different, but I'm definitely keen to, to watch it.
1: And what I really like about Netflix trailers as well um, is that, we get them not too long before the film drops. This is September sixteenth. This comes out. So from the time that we're recording this, it's actually only three weeks away from uh, dropping on the on the service. And to me, you know, I'm so spoilt with Netflix that when they say, oh, here's your trailer, here's your first look, it's three weeks away. And I'm like, oh, God, that's a long time. Like in film <laughs> in film terms for me, that's like when a teaser trailer drops and you've got to wait 12 months to watch the movie. Whereas in yeah. Netflix, I, I like it when we get them two weeks out. You're like, oh, I, I can see that date. That's the same month. So we're not going to get too long. We don't have to sit here and speculate for a long time about it before we get to watch it. But uh, what I like about it too is, you know, especially someone like Tom Holland. Now, obviously, he was in much smaller – films and productions of of all sorts before he you know set the world on fire playing spider-man which you know now that he's played this the character almost twice as many times as anyone else had previously um live action stuff that that's just who he is he is spider-man and if you listen to him he says i'm going to play this role until i'm dead basically until i can't walk i'm going to be spider-man which makes me endlessly happy but that he can still go away from that and make these smaller films. Then you get someone like Robert Pattinson who has had his sort of touches of spotlight and, and seems to be a type of person that doesn't like that, which makes yeah. his choice of agreeing to do a Batman film really interesting to me that he likes the material or wants to work with Matt Reeves or something. But the cast itself just seems like it's a really, I don't know, it's a good mix in that why would they be doing this particular film and why does it attract them to come and do a Netflix film? like this that isn't going to be this big showy blockbusterish sort of thing that, you know, otherwise you get Sebastian Stan. He's got plenty of Marvel and Disney money coming his way, but it's got all these other great character actors all coming in. And, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. It's, it's weird. I know we keep repeating that during this podcast that we don't really know what's going on here, but there's a lot of intrigue about this movie.
0: Yeah, I think it's just Netflix have been very smart with the films that they're kind of bringing out at the moment. I mean they've definitely had their like failures, but I mean you say in like Robert Pattinson being drawn to this one, this isn't the first Netflix original film that he's been in. He was in I don't know if you've seen it, The King.
1: I haven't seen The King yet. No, no.
0: He plays a bad guy in that and he's he's amazing in that. Yeah. I really was not a fan of him <laughs> after the, you know, Starlights yeah. era. But um after I saw that The King, I was I was like, Yeah, okay this guy
1: can't actually act. <laughs> yeah, I'm still I'm still in the world the post twilight world where that's I sat there and thought about it around uh, probably 6 months ago actually when that that first look at the batman came out which was only a quick look at his costume basically and I prior to that really it was it was post twilight and yet when they announced him as batman I was really excited I, i'm just like, i don't know why but i think i really like it and i think it's really going to fit and i trust matt reeves as a director so i'm like well if he thinks he's going to be great then he's going to be great and again robert pattinson he doesn't go and do all these blockbuster stuff so if he signs on to it he's not doing it because he's just chasing a, a lot of dollars he's clearly okay yeah. with making small movies for no paychecks or anything like that so i despite that still haven't Really seen him do a lot. I saw Cosmopolis. Is that what it was called? The Cronenberg, I think, did that actually. And that was one of the most torturous movie watching experiences of my life. I went to the theater and saw it, and it just seemed like it was the longest two hours. And whether or not you saw it, I'm, I'm not sure. It was... No, I haven't. Yeah. I... It was weird, and I was like, "Okay, cool. That was probably smarter than me, and I don't know how to understand that, so I won't. I'll just chalk that up to that's my fault." But I, I sat down and thought about it and realized I have not seen him other than that in anything post Twilight, and so I've yeah. really tried to make an effort of finding out where a lot of them are, and if this one's on Netflix and this one's on Amazon, I'm going to sit down and watch this. And The King is on my endlessly long list to sit yeah. down and watch because I think he does make some really interesting choices and for someone like him to like you said to go to another netflix film and to play another villain but to play a different type of villain again speaks volumes for what this movie might be or could be you
0: want to stay alive come with me they kill every single person who's seen utopia everything in utopia is real Viruses, bio-warfare, man made disease.
1: Bruce is not I'm the foremost expert on this virus.
0: Jesus. It's a pretty serious situation. I bet your ass it's a serious situation. The
1: Stern's flu has now been declared a national pandemic. This
0: is our undoing.
1: Uh, actually, speaking of um, Amazon, that's where this, uh, this next one that we want to talk about, Utopia. Uh, which, you know, fun-sounding name. And i read the synopsis, and I'm going to try and bring that up here because when I read it, I I, I don't know. To me, it was going to have a different feel to this trailer because the synopsis reads, when a conspiracy in the elusive comic utopia is real, a group of young fans come together to embark on a high-stakes, twisted adventure to use what they uncover to save themselves, each other, and ultimately, humanity. And I'm like, oh, geez, that sounds like a, like a little bit of fun. Like, it's almost a bit... End Night Shyamalan in Unbreakable, like, there's a comic out there that's actually predicting the world, and, and, and all the events that are going on, and, oh, this could be fun, and, like, a lot of actors that are involved in it, and then you watch the trailer, and it's like, hmm, a comic that predicts a worldwide pandemic that's killing a lot of people, and there's a lot of rich businessmen that might be behind it, and there's a lot of evilness and conspiracies going on, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, this is the right time, and possibly the really wrong time for this TV show to be coming out, uh, but I'm kind of glad that it is, so... You know, I, I, <laughs> it's like I watched it and, you know, it's it's got a bit of R.E.M. It's the end. And I'm like, oh, this is a bit of fun. Yeah, uppity uppity. And I'm like, oh, no, this is horrible. Like horrible <laughs> people are dying and people are trying to save the world and it's this global conspiracy, but there's a comic book tied to it. And uh, yay, I guess. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know too much about it before. I watched this trailer or I don't know whether you did or not, but what did uh, what did you think of the preview that we got anyway?
0: So I didn't know anything about this. And even when I tried to Google it, it was like – very hard to find any information on it to be honest <laughs> uh, but it does it looks very cool like very dark and very um intriguing yeah
1: have you are you subscribed to amazon? Yeah, I am. Yeah, okay. So I'm not. I've got you know wonderful mutual friend of ours in uh, Mr. Tom Murray, who's done some work on getting a geek with us. He gave me a login, and I still haven't actually watched anything uh, yet, um, surprisingly. But how do you find you? You just talking about Netflix, and Netflix films, and and the type of movies they're making as far as the Amazon originals? Because I still I don't, yeah, I don't think I've actually seen any Amazon originals, like even, you know, going over to watch something at someone's place, little and have a login myself. How do you find the content that Amazon are creating themselves compared to that of Netflix?
0: Oh, uh, it's probably not at the quality of Netflix. Like Netflix seems to just be able to just push a bunch of content out really, really quickly, whereas yeah. like Amazon seems to take a little bit longer to kind of get things out into into the world. Um I can't remember what we were watching recently. Hunters? Hunters?
1: Hunters, yes, yep.
0: Yeah, we kind of binged that, which was actually really good.
1: Well, on the long mm-hmm. list of, um, of stuff I've got to watch from other fellow Get In A Geeker, um, Ben Clayton, another great friend of ours, yeah. he uh, he's given me, obviously, The Boys. He's like, that's my next priority. I think yeah, season two boys, drops in yeah. a couple of weeks. So there's The Boys, uh, there's Upload, um, Jack Ryan, which yeah. I can't believe I've not seen because I'm in love with John Krasinski, and mm-hmm. the Tom Clancy uh, world, and uh, and also Hunters as well. So, yeah, like yeah. three or four of their biggest programs are like right at the top of my list. So I guess I'll get a taste of it soon. But um. Yeah, that's interesting because I guess when you think about Amazon, Jeff Bezos isn't he like the richest guy in the world at the moment? So you think Amazon's got all the money in the world, but they're not producing. Obviously, he's not just donating all of his money to make content, but that Amazon are a little bit slower in producing their content. I guess in the same way that Netflix probably were at the start. Like you know, they had House of Cards, and it was like, wow, this is amazing. And then they had, uh, you know, Orange is the New Black, and it's like, wow, this is amazing. But they didn't have a lot of stuff. It was like, wow, a couple of times a year, you're going to get these. Netflix originals and we're gonna have this other library of stuff. Now they're just they've got like three or four original pieces coming out every week, you know, TV or movie yeah. or otherwise. So it's nice to see that yeah, Amazon is in that sort of early Netflix sort of stage, but I haven't had a uh haven't had a look at any of it. So I'm gonna take um it's
0: been um... <laughs> a little bit sneaky with uh with their content as well, because they've got obviously their the catalogue of films and TV shows and stuff, but then they also have like the other things but you have to pay extra
1: right see- that's right yeah
0: on top basically so it's like they kind of limit what you're allowed to well, watch for free well, not even for free for your subscription
1: yeah <laughs> it's like it's like milan on disney plus it's like oh this is the only place you can watch it you already you remember great well all you have to do are 35 bucks and you yeah. can just click play on this it's that easy so again i like the um like with the last one, I actually really like the the cast of this one as well. Obviously, you've got um, John Cusack in there, Jessica Roth, who I've only ever seen before in Happy Death Day. I still haven't even watched the second of those movies, but um, she was gr- a great lead in that. I thought she had a lot of fun, sort of, you know, the whole movie revolved around her. I don't even know if there would have been an, a scene at all in that film that didn't revolve around her, so I, I quite like her. you got uh, Rain Wilson, who everyone loves, obviously, from The Office and everything else he's done. And John Cusack... Um, who I, I feel like we haven't seen a lot of recently, um, whereas he's now, he's he's got that, I don't know, he's got that creepy vibe that he can easily switch on in this and play this seemingly corrupt businessman or whatever that is behind whatever is going on. And, and you know, it, wh- with the comic side of stuff and is it predicting stuff or is someone on the inside writing what's going to happen or is you know is someone writing this comic and then you've got this evil businessman that's creating the world that was written in the comic and he's like some kind of uber nerd that's rich enough to create you know global genocide in order to sort of live out his fantasies um will you be watching this do you think you've got amazon it's only a click away this one hopefully will be free does this do enough for you to make you want to watch it
0: yeah, no, The tra- I mean, the it, the trailer itself is is very intriguing. Like, there's definitely enough there for me to be like, oh, okay, this might be good.
1: I'm always interested too with this sort of stuff because, you know, you and I, we're, we're massive film fans. We've, you know, gone in and done, you know, filmmaking. We wanted to, that's what we've always wanted to do. We love making films. We love talking about films. We love watching films. And so we know that the process of, making this stuff, there's years into it. When they shot this, it would have been 12, 18 months ago, you know, but someone who's on the outer and who's sitting at home in isolation that's been stuck at home, you know, doing their job and they're just looking for week-to-week content, they see this show and they go, oh, cool, someone's made something based on coronavirus and put it in a, you know, a global conspiracy theory to it. It's like, no, this just worked out really, really fucking well for the people who made it. Like, I can't imagine the luck. You know, you see all these other productions that have been halted, you know, that were TV shows even i don't know if you saw the the blacklist recently they had to animate what became the final episode of their current season because production shut it down and they weren't sure when they were going to be coming back and that would have you know that'd be february or march or something and that episode just released let alone putting an entire series together based on an idea when everyone's having to work within social distancing so i i cannot imagine the glee as dark as that may seem on the filmmakers and the, the producers of this okay. television show they're going fuck we nailed this pandemic dropped at the right time
0: the producers are sitting there just rubbing their hands yeah. together all signs in their eyes yeah
1: like, and it probably works really meta as well obviously because you know it's about seemingly a global conspiracy based on you know a, a comic book writing that hang on that's that that says that you know all these diseases and then years later it actually happened. This comic is predicting the future and then how bad that is in the show and all these people that are dying and yet it's coming out in a time where all this shit's been going on for six months. You go, hang on a second, they did this. They knew about it and that's why they made the show and released it six <laughs> it's months all into the
0: it's done. It's, 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 <laughs> a, <it's>, Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, God, I'm going to watch that with different glasses now uh, September 25th uh, Utopia, great, watch it I've got to get Amazon now and and have got to watch that bad boy
0: Understand what's going on around you You are in a state of war And you have precious little time To save yourself The time bomb is ticking But every second The disaster is coming closer and closer The danger is real
1: We've long covered uh, in our chats. I don't game. I don't game very much. I've got gaming systems coming out of my ass at home, but I don't sit down. I actually walked into a Zing pop culture, you know, EB game store last night, just with the intent of having a look around. I walked out with $150 worth of stuff, Emma. (laughs) What? Well, I brought a new controller. um, So that's a good chunk of that. I brought a couple of games and a couple of other little uh, bits and pieces, you know, key rings and stuff that were for my kids. Um, Uh, spoiler alert, none of what I bought is for me. It's Minecraft and an old FIFA game because my kids just started playing. I'm now at that old stage. I'm just going into a gaming store and buying stuff for my children. And I actually walked out and I apologized to my wife and said, sorry, we just spent so much money in there. And she's like, why? None of it was for you. And I'm like, you're fucking right. Holy (laughs) shit. That sucks. I want to go back there and spend more money now just so I come out of it and I get to play a little gamey-wamey at home. So... We are talking Call of Duty, Black Ops. Um, I think I've got a PlayStation 4 black ops 3 skin that was the version i bought when my ps4 was purchased i've never played Mm -hmm. that obviously i haven't played black ops 2 or one um (laughs) or probably several others in the in the middle but there's like a thousand you know call of duties they're coming out every other month i don't know what you're like with that particular um well what do you what do you like with this sort of you know type game do do you get into this i don't want to you know generalize it and, and and make it a gender thing but you know i i don't have too many female friends that go fuck, I can't wait to shoot someone's head off in in Call of Duty this weekend. Do you get into this sort of stuff? or are you into other games?
0: Depends on what kind of day I've had at work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, man, I want to shoot some Russians. <laughs> fuck yeah.
0: I liked the the original ones that first came out that were like based in World War One, World War II era. And then I kind of played like Modern Warfare a little bit. Like growing up, my cousins were obsessed with it. So that was kind of how we would bond. We just would play video games. And then they kind of just went weird. I think the last one I played was a black ops. You had basically an exosuit and you will run around doing all of this like sci-fi stuff. I was like, yeah. Okay, this is this is very far from where we started in World War 1. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think Advanced Warfare. Was that the one with Kevin Spacey or something? Or maybe it wasn't Advanced, it was one of the, you know, and uh, yeah, stuff that, yeah. stuff to do with space or something at one stage like there was some kind of moonraker battle going on, but otherwise yeah, you're right like exosuits where this, you know, you as a soldier you could jump higher, you know, and you had better arms. and I'm like no, no, like for me, my peak was probably my introduction to the game was Modern Warfare 2 and that Wolverines level where you are literally running through an American town while Russian paratroopers are landing and, and I'm like, this is the shit i'm standing on top of a petrol station shooting in invading soldiers like this is hardcore and you're getting hurt you know you're a soldier with camo on you know i don't need to be i don't need an advanced warfare i wanted to go back and play a world war ii call of duty from playstation 2 or something like that i wanted to regress in graphics to get that more real feel so when i hear something like this where it's cold war now it could be the new Cold War. You know, this, what I like about this trailer, what I hate about this trailer, but also what I like about it in hindsight, is that there's no gameplay. It's just yeah. a story tease. But my God, I watched this and, you know, like we're talking about Utopia. Did this feel like a TV show or a movie? For this, I'm like, does this feel like a video game or does this feel like a really scary film? And yeah,
0: I thought halfway through that it was like, oh, this is a video game. This isn't like a movie or a yeah. TV show that I'm. you're like holy
1: shit Activision are getting into like film production this is this is intense wow well done guys yeah because like say it could be based hopefully you know in the 50s or 60s or whatever post World War 2 or it could be based now I'm kind of hoping that it's based you know 40 or 50 years ago where there is a lot of spy shit going on and we're having to send soldiers you know overseas or there's a lot of you know a lot of like black ops backdoor sort of stuff going on so um, I'm hoping that it is getting back to its roots even though I didn't even experience the minimal stuff that you did of the your advanced warfares and all that. I'm hoping that it does yeah go back to a bit more of its ground level type stuff. And I'm and this to me seems to suggest that that may be where they're going.
0: Yeah so um they've I I've I did lose a bit of respect for for um, call of duty but they kind of won me back with their most recent um game that they brought out Warzone.
1: I don't know oh, if you've
0: seen yeah. it actually like quite a good game. All of like the all the graphics and everything in it is like really on point and even the gameplay it's like actually how like the recoil on guns is real and like the way that you would shoot around a corner they've like actually done it so it's real world
1: cool and <laughs>
0: it's so refreshing from like the let's be robot people to yep. like no, this is, this is real war
1: See that's where I really wanted to get back onto. I mentioned Tom before uh, the the Muzz, and then, and he had said that actually he was like yeah. he was constantly going home from work and playing Call of Duty. And again, I I haven't gamed a lot in in many years, but at the same time, I didn't have that big drag to get back into call of duty despite how much i did love the the modern warfare series you know for, for my introduction i didn't really have a, a, a big necessity to go back and check out the newer games because i had heard they were just diminishing returns oh they're pumping out another one every year just because they had to sort of thing and the quality was you know, it was there you know not to not to shit can all the developers and the animators and people that spend you know lives you know uh working on yeah. this sort of stuff but at the same time they just what they used to be which is fine because people got used to stuff so yeah the idea that okay if you're you're backing it up as well then that's good that that last one that I pr- should probably check out you know in 10 years when I catch up on all the other games that I haven't played um, but this one I, I feel like I want to jump on this one as soon as it comes out which there is no release date yet you know in the trailer it says that the official announcement will be made on August 26th and we're recording this on August 21st so we've only got a couple of days before we get a gameplay trailer you would hope or at least a, a release date or hopefully a, a synopsis to find out what decade this is even set in so um, yeah it, you know I feel like that's the theme of this episode uh, Emma is that we have no idea what's really going on the okay. first two is actually story that's cut up in a way that we don't really know what it's about this one is a teaser trailer made up of real-life footage and computer Computer animation, but no gameplay, so we don't actually know what the hell's going on. It's just all all backstory, but again, we don't know what's going on. But fuck, it is exciting.
0: <laughs> it's super exciting.
1: <laughs> all right, so I should get back into gaming, is what you're saying too, yeah. and yeah. in time to get this whenever it may come out. But generally, with with teaser trailers for games, you know, if we get this and we get a full trailer, or at least some kind of release in a, in a couple of days time. How long is that wait generally between a first look at a game to when it's actually delivered? And I ask that just because you play games more than I do, so you're probably more aware of, you know, when we first get a look to when they're, you know, on shelves.
0: From a teaser trailer? I've yeah, no idea, to be honest. Yeah, like, it's a hard question. I'm
1: sorry. That was a bit unfair.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. It really depends if, like, how, mu- how far they've gone into, like, the actual building of the game Mm. and you know if they're kind of jumping the gun with releasing a teaser which a lot of a lot of uh game studios seem to do they kind of bring out a teaser of like a little bit of gameplay or something and then be like oh we have to push it back for the players you know
1: yeah right see i'm not in in that whole you know because i watch a lot of movies and a lot of tv and would like to read comics, but I'm obsessed with superheroes and all that. You know, I'm, I'm on the outskirts of the Marvel versus DC war. I don't side with any particular, you know, brand, publisher or anything like that. I love characters from both sides. I probably watch more than the other, but I like the other... The other party's characters more or something you know i don't care why can't we all be friends you know have oh them all play in the same sandbox and then there's the gaming side it's playstation versus xbox and people seem really fucking invested in this you know and playstation's a shit if you're an xbox fan and vice versa and and i i don't understand that i'm like one's okay one's green and black and the other one's black and blue i don't know what, the, what, what do you what do you care man who cares what, what have you got at home what do you got a ps4 or a uh, or an xbox Uh, I've got PlayStation Okay, cool. Well, on the very least, we can can agree on that because that's what I've got. But did they have that sort of thing going on, that sort of early release, like, you know, very recently we had the big PlayStation 5 reveal event, which didn't reveal a lot of key details, like when's it coming out? How much is it going to cost? But then Xbox, I'm getting told, well, they're kind of doing the same thing because they're waiting for the other person to pull their trigger first so that's like oh yeah. are they $600 we're $550 suck it uh-huh. no when are they October <laughs> we're two weeks earlier mid-September you know like is yeah. that what's going on there where they're afraid to show some things but also jumping the gun saying we've got something coming you know and, 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 and just, just wait we can't show you everything because it's not ready but don't worry it's coming
0: yeah it is very much like a game of cat and mouse like trying to decide you know who goes who's gonna be the brave one really to drop drop the their info first yeah I think PlayStation, PlayStation revealed uh, the the specs for their console before Xbox did okay um, and then Xbox at their presentation they they didn't show any actual gameplay I think they just kind of did like some pretty imagery stuff. But then PlayStation had like an actual game that they were playing through. Yeah, okay. From what I can remember.
1: Yeah. I mean, the last, I think I've got an Xbox 360. What is that, one before now or two before now? I don't even know how many generations behind.
0: That came out the same era of the PlayStation 3.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I've got a, oh God, I've got a PS2, a PS3, and a PS4 at home. PlayStation 2 still works, but my controllers don't because I hadn't played it in like 10 years and I brought it out. And my kids broke both my controllers in the space of a weekend. And oh, do you think you can find one for cheap online? (laughs) Oh, good joke, Emma. No, you can't. Um, So uh, I've got an Xbox Three Sixty there, which I didn't even buy. Like my brother did some work for Xbox and was gifted one. And he doesn't have time for games. He's like, "Do you want an Xbox?" I'm like, "Fucking yes, of course I do." Um, So again, I don't have any many games in that. I didn't play a lot. You know, you know, I, I did the cliche thing, played some Halo, but even. And then it was just like, oh, do you want to come over and do a firefight for seven hours? Of course I do. Like that's what we would do, just you know, team up and just kill as many as we could and then die and then just repeat until we fell asleep. So I'm much more of a a PlayStation sort of guy. So that's great that the that's probably more likely to, to hit shelves earlier that we might get some information on that because I'm already looking forward to some of the games that are coming out. You know, again, love my superheroes. I know Avengers is coming out in a couple of weeks, and they've already said the developers, at least of Avengers, if you buy it on PS4, you will get it for free on PS5. You know, don't be scared that it's releasing so close to the potential release date of the PS5. So, I'm kind of more inclined to jump in and grab it straight away. Again, that doesn't mean I'll play it straight away, so why should I bother spending the money? This is a very embarrassing conversation to have with someone that actually likes gaming and that continually asks me to, hey, stay after work and play games. Come over on the weekend and play games. You know, you're very encouraging. You're a great friend. You're a great support person. (laughs)
0: I'll get you there eventually. Eventually,
1: you know, in many, many, many years. When Ben gets me to watch all the TV he wants me to watch, you'll get me to play the games. And then we can retire. (laughs) Basically, because that's where oh, that's yeah. that's that's where we're going to be. That's as old as we're going to be. Um, well, cool. I'm excited for all these things that we have no idea what they're about. Um, yeah. But the good news is, we're going to get a taste of what Black Ops uh, Cold War is going to be about in just a matter of days. Uh, Utopia drops on September 25, and what did we say, September 16? Maybe that uh, All the Devil in the World will come out as well on Netflix. So we'll be able to, you know, hey, maybe we'll be able to review these soon. I don't know. But uh, next week, I am actually looking forward to Emma. Um, You'd be very surprised. I want to talk about the trailer for the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Um, Oh, what? (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. Over the weekend, you've got the...
0: I didn't know if you were into that.
1: Oh no, you yeah, missed. maybe I didn't mention it. Maybe I didn't mention it to you. Um, yeah, fucking hold. Yes, and I, like I said, the twenty first of August is the day that we're we're recording this and releasing it. Hopefully, not too much after, if I can get my gear into editing. Uh, today's the day that they announced the news that Batfleck is officially coming back, and. I really wanted to message you this morning and just like bad flack, um, <laughs> but it was like five past six in the morning, and I haven't I hadn't even asked you whether you wanted to record this, and i I didn't want that to be like the icebreaker after like I don't know six weeks of having not spoken to you. Um,
0: Screaming
1: bad flack at me. Just I I I'm in I'm my workplace doesn't care the people I work with don't care Emma it's very sad I just wanted to go around and go Bad Flake! Bad coming back. <laughs> I don't even know I know a lot of people hate his Batman or they hate the films that he was in or a mixture of both or whatever I'm still a bit funny on the films yes obviously um, but I really liked him because I liked the fact that he was a massive fan and I felt like he was let down by the material perhaps and If not, I wanted to at least have him had a chance to get some good material and then fail in good material rather than kind of succeed in bad stuff or some mixed stuff. So I'm very excited about that. But at the very least, we don't know what the Flash movie is going to look like that he's going to be in along with Michael Keaton. And it's just like my whole brain is just mush because... These are all of my Batmans uh, in my entire life, um, essentially, once we get Christian Bale, which is not going to happen, obviously, and keep George Clooney to yourself. Thank you very much. Um, the Zack Snyder cut of, uh, of Justice League is coming out in, like, I don't know, February or March or something next year, but we're getting the trailer this weekend at DC Fandom. So I have never rewatched Justice League after first seeing it in the cinemas nearly three years ago. Um, I, I really wanted to in the lead-up to DC fandom, I actually wanted to go back and watch Man of Steel, I wanted to watch Batman vs. Superman, and then I wanted to watch the Joss Whedon-esque cut of Justice League, so that then I could go in and watch the trailer for the new one and go, oh, I can see how that is following on from BVS and Man of Steel, and how, oh, that looks really different to what they did in the Joss Whedon thing, and oh, that, the, those reshoots wouldn't fit at all in what Zack Snyder had, so... Surprise, surprise, I haven't found the time to do that, but um, my Christ, am I excited to see this because I've wanted the Snyder Cut for so long just because I like alternate cuts on movies. Why wouldn't you want to see an extended cut of a film or the Richard Donner Superman, you know, 30, 40 years after it came out? So um, you might not give two shits about that, and I apologise, but uh, we're going to talk about this next week. (laughs)
0: I'll give it a shot. I've got to confess, I didn't finish Justice League.
1: Well, I mean, why am I... It was exactly two hours long because that was the mandate handed down by Warner Brothers. It needs to be under two hours because that's what our focus groups tell us about audiences. They love films at two hours. So it clocked in at one hour and 59 minutes and 45 seconds or something. It was... St- so bad, um, yeah, it's I, yeah, I, You can be forgiven for that. I actually came out of that going, oh, well, that was you know that's like okay. that was okay. You know, we came right. in here, we did a review, and the two guys that I recorded it with, Maddie and Brendan, um, which you can check back on our channel as we've been saying. Maddie's a massive Joss Whedon fan, hates Zack Snyder. Um, Brendan, not a big fan of Zack Snyder, not a big fan of the the universe so far in the DC films. Their recent run, they were just like, well, he published a turd because it was you know it was a bit more uplifting and different than bbs and man of steel and all that so um yeah i think i'm i think i'm i think i'm on a boat alone basically so i'm uh i'm just excited to see it and, and talk about it with other fans from america that i don't actually know personally and we can just be excited together and then bore <laughs> you to tears with it in a week's time so um
0: no, teach me i don't know
1: <laughs> Trust me, I'm probably going to teach you the wrong thing to, to, to sit there and pine over a film that was never going to come, except now it is. I'm wanting a guy that retired from Batman to come back and play Batman so we can see a film that they fire the director from to go in a different direction that's now coming back out again. And it's, it's all a fucking mess, but I don't care. We're getting more content, so that's what we want. In a time like now, 2020, where we're not getting fresh content, let's get fresh yeah. takes on old content. Is that okay? Yeah. Sue me. Yeah. You know, I know you're not arguing with me. I'm, I'm not yelling at you. I'm not yelling at you. Oh, we've got to go. You've got to get back to work. I've got to get back to work. We we'll find some time to geek out. Emma, thank you so much for joining. Uh, for joining Thanks. us, joining me this afternoon.
0: And it was always, always a great
1: time. Is it, though? I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if you don't pick up next week. We'll see what happens. But you can check out, as we said at the beginning of the <laughs> podcast, our old uh, Trailer Trash episodes, everything we spoke about in our last episode, potentially the two or three before that, are still fresh. They're still relevant because those films haven't yeah. come out yet, at least until Mulan does, and we all fork out $35 in a couple of weeks on Disney+. Plus. So um, go back and check it out. Get yeah. in a geek on uh, on your favourite podcasting outlet. And um, yeah, we'll be back next week to talk... Zack Snyder's Justice League and others, Emma. We'll see you then. Sounds good. (laughs) Get into geek.